Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on beginnings. Let's do this. Hello and welcome. I have good news. We've added to our supporters from Patreon. First, we have Stephen Owen, who is giving a dollar a month. Thank you, Stephen. You're number one in my book. And then joining Steve Summers in the Super High Five Club are three new people. Alex Chen, Sarah Faith Walton, and Sarah Scritchfield, which I've emailed all of them. And Sarah Scritchfield has joined our private Facebook group and is getting involved there. If you want to take advantage of supporting the podcast, including uh, getting access to additional audio content, go to patreon.com slash YMH5. Use the number five. Patreon.com slash YMH5. I'm truly grateful for these people, these awesome people getting involved in this way. Also on that Patreon page, once we hit a certain goal amount, I will do one episode a week. Right now we're doing one to two episodes a month. So if you'd like more episodes, I would greatly appreciate if you considered giving monetarily to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today on the podcast, we have award-winning author and popular blogger Dana Bowman, whose memoir just released on August 21st. The memoir is called How to Be Perfect Like Me, where uh, Bowman candidly recounts how her alcoholic relapse impacted her family, relationships, and her sense of self-worth. She is a longtime English teacher and a part-time professor in the English department at Bethany College, Kansas. She's also the creator of the popular momsyblog.com and leads workshops on writing and addiction with a special emphasis on being a woman in recovery while parenting young children. Thank you, Dana, for reaching out and sending in this recording. And without further ado, Dana Bowman. Phil, thanks so much for having me on the show. My name is Dana Bowman, and I'm an author and speaker and a teacher of writing. And I am also a mom in recovery. And what I'd like to talk about today is the idea of beginnings. I originally thought I was going to be talking about something entirely different for this podcast, but as time passed and I kept mulling over the topic, beginnings kept cropping up in my brain, so I decided to pay attention. When I was asked by my publisher to start working on my second book, I was thrilled. Every author loves to hear that, you know, we like your stuff, keep writing, give us more. But what I didn't know is that writing this book would be extremely tough for me. The book was about my continued recovery, but also my relapse, which had happened over four years ago. So I thought writing about it would be pretty simple. Just tell my story. Nope. It was so hard. I kept staring at the blank page totally stuck and totally mired in feelings of overwhelm and I thought writer's block. The thing is, I had figured I was all okay now, all done with the relapse and all done with the learning that I had to do about it and therefore writing about it would be a piece of cake. Instead, I had to accept that beginning again on this book and on recovery in general and on the difficulties that life presents to me on a daily basis would be a daily basis, a day-to-day experience. And I realized right then that I just didn't like the concept of beginnings. I don't like to think about the relapse because it was embarrassing and hard and tedious. I didn't like the beginning of the book. 
beginning writing it because because I had to accept that learning about my relapse was occurring all over again with the writing. So I have a couple bits of advice about beginnings. And the first one is this. Fearing beginnings is okay. (laughs) It's normal. It's a basic human reaction. No one goes into starting something new without a bit of unease. That's a signal of change, and oftentimes change is very good. Another bit of wisdom here is to start small. Don't try to tackle it all in one day. Break your beginning down into smaller, doable parts. For me, it was just telling myself, just write three pages. Don't worry about how lousy they sound. Just write it. And finally, share your beginnings. Don't go it alone. Talk to others about the starting of a new thing. You'll be surprised by the encouragement and just how it becomes more real and actionable once you speak it out loud. Beginnings don't have to be this huge, epic, overwhelming undertaking. One of my favorite quotes about writing is by Louisa May Alcott. And in her book, Little Women, she speaks as Joe March and she exclaims, I keep turning over new leaves and spoiling them as I use to spoil my copybooks. And I make so many beginnings. There will never be an end. This is hope. This is beginning. This, if there's some sort of monumental task in front of you, one that seems overwhelming and challenging, don't fear it. These feelings, they're just signals that you are undertaking something that will lead to an unfolding of your soul. And these beginnings and all the feelings attached will help rewire your brain and take you to a new and beautiful horizon. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. What Dana really gets at is that beginnings are scary. They really can be. And at the same time, if we reframe it even, beginnings are hopeful. I like that she said unease into something new is an okay feeling to have because it is a signal of change and change is often good. To recap, uh, a couple of points of wisdom about new beginnings that she talked about. Start small with new beginnings. Make it doable. Uh, Share beginnings with others. Don't go it alone. And, And in that way, you can find the support and encouragement that you need. Beginnings don't have to be big. And if we allow beginnings to happen in our lives, we will get to see and allow the unfolding of our soul and travel down new paths to new horizons. That is such a hopeful way to look at new things happening in our lives. And sometimes what makes beginning so scary and hard is that when there's a new beginning, that means that there is an end of something else. And sometimes that end is heartbreaking and hard to deal with. You know, that sometimes that means a change. It may be a significant change, like a relapse in relationships and your story and how you relate to your story and how your story relates to others and how what you chose to do at some point in your life affects other people in both positive and negative ways. And what you do from here on out, the new beginning, also affects people in both positive and negative ways. So it sure can be scary. New beginnings are scary. But I want to share this final excerpt from a book called Nightlight by Amy E. Dean. And it says this. It has been said when we are at the end of our rope, we can do one of three things. Let go, tie a knot and hang on, or splice the rope and begin again. Whenever we feel there's nowhere to go but down and nobody to turn to, that's when we can start all over again. If we can learn to look beyond the end of something, we'll always see an exciting, fresh beginning. And now here we are, at the end of something. Will you choose to see a new beginning with me? 
Dana had mentioned the rewiring of our brains. And at the end of every episode, this is what we do. We participate in the hope of new beginnings for the connections in our brains. And as neuroscience tells us, we can do that by interacting with the neuroplasticity of our brains, by inviting and welcoming positive stories, though they may be hard to understand or believe. They have the power of changing the way our minds default to thinking, which is often in negative, self-deprecating ways. Uh, We do that every episode by finding reflection of ourselves in the mirror and saying a positive affirmation based on today's episode. And today, will you say this to yourself? I can welcome new beginnings and walk into the unfolding of my soul with hope. And you can, you really can. One of the common mantras that keep coming up for this podcast, and it's because it's something I need to tell myself as well. Keep going. Allow for new beginnings. Allow for things to come to an end or to change. Allow for the uneasiness of those things to happen because they are natural parts of the process. You, it is up to you to allow these beginnings to happen. The scary thing is in the unknowns that lay ahead. And how do the unknowns become known? By moving forward, allowing for things to happen for new beginnings to come. As always, decisions like that, it begins with you.